Welcome to Fairy Street FFC, and we are going to switch gears right now because, um, today we're going to discuss a topic, how not to implement Google AdSense ads on your website. Although, this is the reason why I'm making this topic, and before I discuss this reason, well, do me a favor. Subscribe to Fairy Street FFC by using any of these podcast listening apps except for Google Podcasts and be sure to support our podcast by clicking on the support link or go to anchor.fm forward slash fairy streams fantasy night time one forward slash support oh sorry it was just a heating system turning on anyway um choose your not as comfortable for you so you become our supporter if you become a long-term supporter, you will get a shout-out in the future within our episodes. So, now, this is the reason why you should not implement Google AdSense on your website. So, let me tell you why. Okay. Google acquired AdSense long ago. A lot of adverts. And this is one problem. When you acquire these properties, not actually making money. It's actually being lazy. But it's possible to build your own internal ad zones or find a third party ad zone provider or software that's open source and put your ads there on the search results page so other advertisers can advertise on your website or enable other ad providers to, to run on your own website even vice versa however Google has just became lazy and started Acquiring AdWords for advertisers and assets for publishers. But this is one problem. These acquisitions is considered monopolistic as illegal. And what Google is doing is killing off competition and hurting publishers by wrongfully forfeiting their earnings back to advertisers despite their ads that's being clicked by legitimate viewers or instantly as our products and services. However, before I have my own website on my own server, I was running my website on blogger.com. I had to use their um, integrated AdSense programming. And um, I had to um, Sign up my Google account. Provide my phone number and my email. And of course, well, in Canada, I feel you're nine, and you have to um, place the article for approval. And Google's program policies for their access program discriminates content that also hurt software advocates who support open source software and free software however Google dictate uh, <coughs> excuse me Google dictates which ads should be displayed on their websites despite content that is relevant to to, to ads like your but Sometimes these ads right there don't match. Some people don't like these ads. Some people hate them. For instance, ads that um, focuses on sales of rabbit meat, and that's the ad where I extremely hate. And um, when I put those ads into my website, and for instance, I write a blog about fairies and a story where I write right there in chapters. Well, people are thinking read the content just fine, but they don't have to click on these ads because 
else in Fashion Grace ads right there, just do all the work. If you have no interest with the ads, they just pass right through. They just pass right through. No need to purchase a product or a service. They can see just pass right through. If you were interested, they just go right actually as we want to. But people right there just um who are just window shopping, they just um be very careful. But me right there is always diligent of choosing an ad network. And because me who is stuck with Google AdSense for a long time, that may result in me to removing the Google ad code and replacing it. But I can replace the ad code with alternatives. But I tried you know alternative Chitika or Chitika, but they shut their doors because of fraud and other kinds of issues. I cannot support the PayPal. So that's when me right there decided to use Shareholic. And that is one alternative to sense you get related content or promote content. But promote content right there is okay, but um, promote content is designed to be Engaging as opposed to advertising, but Google only dictates to have to have the header to be said it's advertising or sponsored links. But you don't have you know way for us to label advertisement label <coughs> excuse me label the um type above advertisement like for instance you may also like. But you don't have to put just products and services what you're advertising. Why don't advertisers just put articles in and promote their articles and that's all. And that's the only way to um, spread the word. But Google is so biased of content. Unfortunately, there's no such ad program that's an alternative that will get back to the environment. Although there is a search engine Ecosia, an alternative to Google search engine. Fortunately, I use Firefox on my Linux laptop and desktop. So, during time, after the death of my mother in 2015, I would control all my finance on my new payment director. I get to run my own website on my new server and move our blogger for good, keeping my content. Although Google imposed censorship that much on blogger of a content that we have, but this is a total science of antitrust. It's like adding strict region locks on games and movies. That is antitrust. Even when I mark my content as region free, I can still get more viewers around the world. So, that's when we right there decide to build my blog and build my website and write content constantly. However, sometimes when I use my Chromebook, it often stalls and stutters. And, um, I'd be very careful when I navigate my website when there's ads there because Google Ads are supposed to comply with Americans with Disabilities Act to ensure the controls are accessible by screen readers. Too much of a JavaScript won't work. You've got to use HTML5 and other kind of elements and make sure I stack HTML items so it's easier. Just link it to to all that to JavaScript and then that's it. And so we just add accessibility with static text and the ads itself should have all of the properties so it can be rendered with screen readers. For instance, ad networks must implement advertisements that should apply with screen readers and brand displays. 
a clean braille noting device set in it and enabled like the braille notes, the passmate, and of course, um, any other braille noting technology, including braille plus and other type of these machines. Maybe I'll very scientific, and of course, other types of open source hardware and software. Unfortunately, Google AdSense uses proprietary software, just like them using Linux for their machines. Although, in year 2018, 2019, they right there um, still build my website, but nobody visits my website much because of Google AdSense and all the tracking concerns despite my privacy policy on my website. And, until there was a time I found my new pal, Revive Ad Server. Revive Ad Server is an open source ad management platform I can put into my server. But I place it into my ads directory on my website for a subdomain because I want to um, ensure my ads are handled via a dedicated subdomain as opposed to my front website so I don't get mixed up. Because my goal is to ensure the server where I have it there to handle ads in-house. When I handle the ads in-house, I can get full control of the ads on my own website without needing to rely on third-party ad networks. And that's when I start to develop the ad section on my website and, of course, the classified section or advanced WordPress classified plugin. I mean, another WordPress classified plugin. And that's what right there is trying to find ways to, to get my website monetized. So I started using server this month well this is the end of January and that's when you right there just start to rely on this software and that makes it easier for me to handle the ads and other alternatives while needing to do all that heavy work on my website I was just an ad rotate and um it is useful, but um, but uh, dislike it because um, it doesn't come with multi-site support. And uh, I tried the um, multi-site um, ad post right there, but it doesn't work with the short codes. And um, I always rely on these plugins right there that can really slow down my website. And what I'm about to do is try to find a way to obliterate use of these plugins that just won't do. Although, Google AdSense has deprecated the link units and I really like this feature and it was compliant for um, the blind. It was compliant for screen readers, and um, I was missing these link ads, and um, they're old school, and it doesn't take that much of of power. However, I just um, came up with 
an idea with this ad server software on my website. The only solution is new advertisers to run their own ads on my website. Well, you need to write on these pesky ad networks that are dictating what ads should go there, what ads should go there. It's like running really a dictatorship. The United States of America is land free, but it's, it's rigged with corruption. Just like what happened during the Trump era, but now the Trump era has been tarnished successfully by our hero Joe Biden, our new president. Now, me right there is also taking measures on my website to help prevent antitrust, and I'm writing my policy to help prevent antitrust. Or antitrust, where you say it. And, if you're about to sign up with Google AdSense or monetize your videos on YouTube, well, don't do that if I were you. Because, um, antitrust is an issue, you're supporting antitrust. And, if you use YouTube's counter ID, well, stop right now. And, if you're using YouTube, well, you should migrate to your own website with a virtual private server. Because, even we have ad supported content, Keep it is ad supported and use revive ad server. Even if you have your own local channel, well, you still must migrate out of YouTube until um, antitrust caused by Google has been obliterated. So that enables me to um, handle the ads without any effort, well, any worries. Because if Google AdSense records were broken from Google, include AdWords, that would be easier for me. Well, now, oh, sorry, it was just that here, just turn it on again. It needs to maintain temperature in this apartment because if I turn it off, it gets so cold and I shiver and say I freeze up, it's not going to be good because that's important for safety. But I can um, adjust the temperature to save some energy. Anyway, me right there is um, still um, implementing measures to help reduce the possibility of losing ad revenue. And I'm renovating my website to the highest um, level to the fullest extent, and I'm doing an update. And what I'm doing, I'm going to do is to um, place um, Place the um, revive ad server code on each page of my website, and and what I'm going to do is try to renovate my entire website so everyone will know I'm using revive ad server. So I need to put the um put the um code below the um. the um, ad zone and put that message in and let them know um, we are taking measures so that means I'm going to do is put those banners back on my website and I'm going to do is diversify these ad networks however My website does not need to rely on just one ad network. Although, the talk about antitrust, what Google has been involved in, the United States Department of Justice slammed Google for antitrust. 
and violating the Sherman Act and our antitrust prevention laws. And now I'm going to take in more of these measures. Well, I mentioned what happened if Google lost the antitrust lawsuit earlier in my podcast. And um, me right there is um, considering doing renovations because if you ever go to my website, be aware um Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Anyway, I should take a look on my website. Um, excuse me. I should take a look on my website. You can see how my website is set up. I mean, you see how my website is changing, but Due to me like you're not updating my content on my website because I was doing those major renovations and other projects. However, I'm doing a brief renovation by um, replacing the ad code, revive ad server ad code, and um, I'm also um, doing so I'm trying to um, reformat the way how my website is set because one more, uh, <coughs> excuse me. What I'm going to do, I'm going to set up a support website that would um, support um, efforts to to um, prevent antitrust from being um, practice on my website, so that means what we're going to do is um, ensure our policy set on my website is support ever to prevent antitrust. However, my support section on my website is going to have articles that are stacked by design. And I'm considering to use Sharehawk instead because um, there's an alternative what I'm currently experimenting with. And I'm still finding ways to um, develop my website the different way and I'm still found ways to develop um, ways to um, enable my users in the future to use this website. However, I must um, find ways to um, keep my um, website running free of charge. That means um, people right there will be able to um, Use my website for free. And thanks to use of this um, ad server software which just installed on my website as open source, I can able to run my own ads and I can also diversify these websites easily. Because without it, I'll be doing all that hard work removing and replacing ads. And that can be an expensive 
and messy work. Fortunately, on my own website, I will never do the same what Google does. I'm going to do is try to find ways to ensure competition is fair. Because if me right there want to um, have another company that should be part of Fairfield's Fantasy, the two options are work with them or partner with them. And that is one way. It does prevent the antitrust. If all businesses partner with each other, that should reduce costs. If they partner successfully, even their competitors, that should make it easier for us. And that means costs will be low and in some cases there will be more jobs. Unfortunately, I don't have employees at this moment because I don't have my own business. And um, I don't have my own dedicated location as a studio where I should go to. Because um, I'm in my apartment and what I want to do is ensure I have enough money to start a studio. But I want to make sure it's public, but I always have my studio that's virtual first. Because of, because of a current situation, um, I'm not able to get my studio built, but be able to take some risk right there and ensure my studio is built right there, but I always want to add measures to it because what I want to do is give back to the community. So when I have content that is offered for free, I give back to the community. Just like the Listen to Fairy Shoes Fantasy podcast right here on Anchor. And that is a platform where I've chosen. And if there's no sponsors available, well, they'll let me know. And even if my website doesn't have any sponsors, well, I can always um, fall back to add networks. And I'll do all the hard lifting for me. I mean, heavy lifting for me. Even when I use a favorite link sector, I can get into circulation. Make sure it's relevant by design. Fortunately, I can still host my website outside of Google App Engine and outside of Google Blogger and Google Sites. Because I don't need to heavily rely on Google to run my own website. However, Amazon doesn't need to rely on Google App Engine. They can just find you know web hosts like Green Geeks. And SoundCloud doesn't need to rely on Google App Engine. They can they can migrate to web hosts like Green Geeks. And that's what kind of host for I try to support because even my website right there is very low in search results, I can still work on my website whatsoever and share it to social media to get traffic. And what I should do, I write down topics and take my time. Until I get those topic hits right there too. Because me right there often write. Because even when I make some money right there, I can still pull in the first I want. However, Go as sense right there doesn't come with the braille verification code for the address. And that is a known issue. But it may take years right there for Google to be on trial for antitrust, but I'm not for sure. Because um I was barely getting updates. But me right there is not going to um wait this out that long because um, my goal is to um minimize Google's anti it's competitive on um, practices. <coughs> and what I just recently discovered Google has acquired um, Neverware and um, 
that's a total science of antitrust and um, Google has acquired Fit, acquired um, Nest, ownership of Android operating system despite being open source. However, be right there is going to do is to um, find ways to um, monetize my website and get to top of search results. But what I'm going to do is to um, minimize use of these advertisements on my website. And what I'm about to do is to um, plan out removal of Google AdSense from all my web pages and plan out the removal of a Google AdSense code. That means by March I'll be migrating to another ad network. That means what I'm going to do is to um, disable all AdSense ads so they can be disabled. Until um, there's resolution to antitrust. And that leads me to another question. Why Google didn't build their own in-house advertising service? from scratch in the first place. Although Timebox has already implemented their own advertising hub or facility to run off the wall for users. But I'll be mentioning that um, later on at the very end of the podcast. Anyway, um, be right there, discover Google AdSense, and it's too expensive because of price gouging, and it doesn't come with, um, with the, um, prepaid method of these ad impressions. But, be right there getting chargebacks from these publishers, despite publishers right there have legitimate earnings? No way! That is fraud! And I would not take that. And I pay for it, I pay for it. When I pay for the ads right there to be displayed on a publisher's website, the publisher gets the money right away. And that's it. No chargebacks. Once my um, service has been used for the editor where I promote my service or my article on my personal journal like the way I have right here too, or a new article, I just keep them on those and have other articles be promoted too so I can even just have more uh, ad revenue on my own website through the ad too. Arbitrage Google has no excuse for, for that because the same ads on your website because of program policy violations, what you have is not excuse. It's antitrust. However, you don't have to rely on ad networks. Even if you're an adult fiction writer who writes ebooks, well, you can rely on that because there's no such ad networks that support erotic writers. Because I know some authors who write erotica. However, Google AdSense st 
still dictates who gets earnings. Even turn off amateur website owners and website that provide social servicing, I mean social networking by amateur social networking platform owners. It's like I am doing a platform. And I'm still figuring out ways to ensure my platform's fine-tuned. And Google right there, um, has been violating so many of these antitrust laws or antitrust prevention laws. And United States Department of Justice is still pushing to sue Google, in my opinion. Well, because, let me tell you a real story. I remember one time, Google has failed to take action on pirated ebooks on Google Play Books. And I've written a post about it, too. And the authors were, were losing money while actually knowing it. And we had to deal with any books, but pirates came up with a different approach of pirate ebooks with malware. How is that possible? If you have an ebook store right there and you have DLM enabled content, DLM is susceptible to malware. It's DLM free. People right there are able to read books while near Adobe Digital Editions. Even when you put price to a low price, you can still make money. Even when you have a subscription service, says your publisher, you can still make money. But these pirates right there have came up with this top way to affect readers who rely on these ebooks to read for authors with DRM that contains a virus. And, and one thing, one thing, that is one major failure that would cause Google to shut their doors to their publishing platform ebooks, but I still have one intact with Google and me is still find ways to publish my content, but I'm publishing it on free, and I should do it like this. But I don't have to on Google, but I can use my own store. Hey, what's the idea? Google? Causing us to buy infected ebooks? Uh oh. That can literally hurt your computer in your Chromebook or Chromebox, in your TV, and other devices. And even a Trojan horse can steal your data, and that may result in a lost machine. Yeah, buy a new one. Even when you rent a computer from a store, you should let them know about this. Even when you have a protection plan enabled, you should provide them with receipts all this, and provide proof evidence of machine infected, and you should um, enable authors to sue Google for that alleged foreign policy with their approach. And that is your question. How did that happen? Well, let me go further. 2015, I discovered these ebooks that's been pirated on Google Play Books. And, um, I got the news from, from these other bloggers and authors, and Google has failed to. crack down on this type of piracy that came with a different approach. Typically, even when you have DRM and ebooks, pirates can also repulse them with DRM too. Literally deceiving the user. And, because Google Play Books left over the pirates, what's going to happen, Google Play Books have to clean up all the mess what pirates left behind. So, 
how the world do these pirates do that? These digital pirates who pirate ebooks and enable DRM on them has came up with a different approach of deceiving buyers. But you could always buy those legitimate ebooks through these vendors that you trust. But you can always check the ISBN number. But you can always check for a correct author's name. Sometimes it could be a duplicate. But if you buy one book that's a duplicate somehow, try to find a legitimate one to buy, most likely you got a wrong copy. And in some cases, it can be infected with spyware, malware, and other type of viruses, even ransomware. And in some cases, um, these type of ebooks are infected with malware, what part what is money. And in some cases, many authors may go bankrupt and go out of business. And um, in some cases, authors right there should have used those online publishing platforms that can handle all distribution for them to most ebook distributors and other distributors. And these pirates keep up with a different approach to mask themselves and go has it all work. Like just like I'll try to publish my books on Google Play Books, um I must be very careful. And what I just did I just um sent um Google Play Books, a support email, right to know about this issue years ago. However, um, sometimes problems aren't fixed. I created a petition long ago, and that failed, and I created so many of these um, efforts to um, help spread word about this issue. Fortunately, um, Lyrica came up with just to sell someone own ebooks or go through the publishing platform that makes you self publish these platforms. And I'm still finding ways to um to um reduce um dependency of Google by um not using their ad networks or their publishing platforms. And I just migrate from Blogger, and I just um, migrate from um, Google Sites, and I'm planning to migrate from YouTube to my own website to host my own website. I'm host my own videos, and I'm still doing it from now, and I'm still doing a gradual migration. And um, I'm still doing that gradual migration, and I should um, move all my videos to the to virtual private server, so I can keep hold of my um, videos and put that um, migration right there too, so people can um, watch my videos there on my own website, so I can get those views I need, and I can. Um, So we just migrate. Also, once I migrate from YouTube to a virtual private server, I can um, post my video posts. my channel and I can monetize my videos that way. And 
all I do just migrate my videos there and boom never going to upload videos on YouTube again but if I still upload videos on YouTube I must keep at least one copy of my video on my website so I can do is use that to archive all the videos what I have but it may take up my disk space but it's no deal because I can use that to monetize videos and upgrade to a, a larger edition of the virtual private server again I can ask a hosting provider to migrate to like a dedicated server Well, different should be managed by a company, so I don't have to do all that, all that software um, updating myself, and I can let them manage it for me because I'm the experts to the heavy lifting, so I don't have to manage my own server. But I can always let them do it managed right there, so I don't have to do it myself. Because when I have a dedicated server, um. I let these folks do all the heavy lifting for me and I can host my own videos there and I can ask them to um, make sure um, I use Linux, make sure I use the NTFS file system for compression and um, ensure I have at least one terabyte of disk space. So even when I have 100 gigabytes on my Google Drive account, I'm still going to use it for my files. But, um, I'm still going to work with that. And what I'm about to do is to um, ensure my website itself has a video stream right there too. So, I can even do is use Roku as a video streaming platform. And I can um, put those videos in so people can watch through Roku TV or through my website if they don't own the Roku channel. Because I'm still on building that um, that channel because I'm going to make those first person um, videos right there with point of view because um, I'm still going to do those point of view videos. Because I'm planning to make those point of view videos because you know why? Because that's the only way for me to um, make sure people have the illusion of the I'm doing right there too because with point of view videos I can do all kinds of things and the another reason why I'm going to do is to um, migrate from YouTube because um, of an antitrust but um, if I want to keep uh, um, <clears throat> if I want to keep subscribers intact I can always um, upload my videos to YouTube I provide a link to my actual video so I won't get any kind of a censorship in my content but I always um, let my videos play is always going to use .mp4 because it's going to be a de facto on my um, website but having an mp4 video as a de facto is necessary because I can use standard definition rather than um, high definition because I want to use standard definition because the reason why I want to use standard definition because why use standard definition is less storage that means um, I don't need to rely on high definition and rely on specs or I always use standard definition so people right there can use our older hardware and my content right there is going to use um, DRM free approach because that means um, I'm going to host my own videos on my own website. Also, as it has up. With this topic. During spring, 
I will do some spring clean on my website. That means um, Google AdSense ads will be um, disabled. And all I'm going to do is run Shareaholic. But in order to um, ensure um, my videos are monetized freely, I should put like an ad unit right there above my video right there. That's a static ad right there too. That means um, I'm going to do is share um, out of following. But I'm also going to do those put those webcam videos there too on my website. So it would do is one. And sure, I'm doing a following right there too. So that means um, I'm going to do is migrate all my videos to my website. I should let my hosting company know that I'm monetizing because we're a virtual private server. I can monetize my videos and I don't need to rely on any form of, of, um, of a third party platforms. I can keep it as a de facto stand.mp4 files. So why .mp4? Because it's easier. Because even if your, your player does not support um, streaming on the website, you can always get an opportunity to download if you want to. But I'm also going to keep my video slices on the Craycon's attribution. And that is a de facto for my website. Because I'm setting up a de facto because um, a de facto is necessary. Where a de facto protocol that enables me to um set up a standard on my website. That means um because um I'm going to do is rely on my own um, peripherals on my website virtually but it's not going to use any kind of proprietary kind of a of a system but peripherals. Video peripherals, so I'll call it like this. That means my website itself is going more like this. Because me right there is going more like a proprietary um, streamer. And I'm going to host it on my own website, my own proprietary channel. Rather than using YouTube's um, closed source means. They do have a quick house license type system, but it's starting to be laundered. So that means um, I'm going to do is ensure I move from YouTube to um my own website. So now it's time for a conclusion about this topic. You don't have to rely on Google AdSense and you don't have to rely on Google AdWords to advertise your products or services. And you don't have to rely on YouTube to host your videos. You can always go for a virtual private server. And um, you can always go for these alternatives to Google AdSense. And what I've got to mention is time bucks. Timebucks enables you to um, make money with a pay-to-click um, type of a, of a business model and you can advertise your own product services through an offer wall with your own proprietary advertising department. Anyone can use it around the world but check with Timebucks itself. The link is available in the description box. So, if you click on that link, I may receive a, a referral earning, and um, you'll also support my podcast too. And you can also um, make money when there's um, clicks to offer work here or surveys or any of those activities you can do during your downtime. And here are requirements. You must have only just one account on your um, Timeless profile. 
and um, you must um, avoid networks that have a VPN connection or Incon connection that, that can restrict time bucks. Sometimes false positives do occur, but um, you can always email them for support if it's a false positive. And they'll come back to you shortly. You also get uh, some type of response, and I've got uh, experience with them. Also, um, You must not use an app blocker, but if you use an app blocker or any app blocking software, you may need to whitelist their website with your app block extension on Chrome or Firefox or a dedicated app blocking browser, like an app press browser or a Brave browser or any browser what you use. Although Chrome is king, but um, you could, um, if you're using Firefox, you may need to check to see it will work. If I were you, you should always use your Chromebook because that works the best, or a Windows PC. If you use a Linux PC, you may need to um, check to see if it's compatible, or use a Chrome browser. Or you can designate a computer that's dedicated for time bugs. And you can advertise what you want to advertise with that awful wall, like where you have a full link to a website or you have a website where you have content or a podcast you want to promote. And you can do it through time bugs. And you don't need to use Google AdWords. So others can view your content and then you get the earnings through your podcast and you have Running with it, you get all those views. I just did it before, so um, with, with um, this kind of this um, rewards provider, you can also connect to other type of these um, services like Hideout TV. So you earn points and um, redeem it to time bucks, but you may need to connect it to your favorite rewards provider. But be very careful not to cheat the system because they take it very seriously. And um, what I'm going to mention um, is um, time bugs It's easy to use. Um, you can also redeem your earnings to um, Square or reuse it for um, advertising your um, product or service we have, or um, you redeem it for identifying payment methods. Well, um, they used to have PayPal, but um, PayPal's broke off of time bucks. And this is um, kind of a of a of a of a difficult difficult time right there and um, you must find other ways to get payments for our PayPal. But we do have other payment platforms available we can use. And um Even we received like a charge back from AdWords and you hated it, well, you can always migrate to Time Bucks and advertise your way without all that dictatorship. And let's also just stop around Google AdWords and migrate to Time Bucks. That'll make it easier for the United States Department of Justice to break up Google for antitrust. Especially the violence in the Sherman Act and other type of these laws that prevent antitrust. And that's it for the episode for how not to implement AdSense on your website and and I'll make it another episode soon right there. I'm so sorry for a long, long, long long, 
long delay of uploading because um, I was relying on these art apps right here to make some money and I was trying to take those surveys. So, newer episodes will come. So, um, thanks for coming. And um, you can also visit my website, fairystreamsfantasy.com and um, you can also check out my classified section on my website by going to ads.fairystreamsfantasy.com and post a classified for free and um, you can post your classified that promotes a product or service if you don't want to rely on these um, ad networks like Google AdWords who dictate what ads they accept and I do accept these ads right there and um, most importantly don't post ads that promote rape culture and don't post ads that promote um, sales or ingestion of rabbit meat and um, be safe advertising so um, I'll be coming back later on